Sideboob Cinema is a retrospective movie show for adults only. Educational, satirical, transgressive. It's just entertainment and we're not out to offend, but at the end of the day, Frank Zappa said it best. You either get it or you don't. Roll the tape. Welcome all you sex-starved gangbangers, thugs, gangsters and hoodlums and welcome to all the fine booty-busting chocolate yas queens who don't mind raising up that drawbridge to stop men scaling the city walls to get to that sweet nookie pie all in the service of world peace, of course. This is Sideboob Cinema, your podcast within a podcast. Joining me tonight are my fellow ghetto stars, AJ and Jonathan Astro. AJ, are you ready for some gangbanging? <laughs> Gangbang? I like it. Yeah, I'm always down. <laughs> and John, have you dusted off that gat? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm always strapped, you know. So, I mean, I just like, I mean, I'm from, I'm from these streets, you know. So AJ knows this, right? <laughs> That's right, I do. <laughs> well, this is all uh, by way of introducing. That was a good intro, Ricky. By the way, I should give you more credit for these uh, these beautiful intros. <laughs> Chirac, twenty fifteen, Spike Lee directs, written by Kevin Wilmot uh, and Spike Lee, based on Lysistrata by Aristophanes. Produced by Spike Lee. All right, and and this is all part of our Black History Month. I feel well. This is this is our uh, penultimate Black History Month film. You know, uh, so we are deep into the dark uh, uh, places that we need to go into. Into what I'm talking about is our inherent white supremacy. Okay, <laughs> and we're doing this is part of our program. Uh, and uh, yes, so this one, I've, I hadn't seen this movie. So there you go, a new film. Yeah, I had, I had no idea it existed. And um, yeah, <laughs> I, had, I had no idea it existed. <laughs> we should say that more often. You can quote me. We should say that more often about things we don't, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or don't like. Well, it... It uh, the film had a limited release in North American theaters. Uh, it, it and it was uh, produced by Amazon Prime, I believe, uh, and it grossed one and a quarter million from three hundred and five theaters in its opening weekend. So it's kind of a a, 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 a you know a cinema slash streaming hybrid of some sort. I guess. Yeah, Spike seemed to make a big deal, obviously, in the interviews that he was trying to let people know that although it was an Amazon picture, it very much was a theatrical film. Because, it, it, look, at the end of the day, it has to play at theatres if you want to get it uh, recognised by the Academy. So, mm. yeah, but because at the end of the day, this, again, $15 million budget, box office $2.7 million. So, and, oh. and, and look, normally... That would be a better thing. I mean, I don't even know what that means in the current landscape. I mean, uh, maybe they look at that and they go, oh, well, we just pay, like, it was, all, you know, maybe all their money was made elsewhere with, you know, streaming and, and whatever. Yeah. And and therefore, it's just to get them 
because getting an Oscar or whatever or, or vying for an Oscar is is just part of the marketing strategy. That's right. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, do we have initial initial thoughts or? Oh, Ricky wants Ricky. to launch. He wants to launch big, he and does. I think so. I feel like I gotta. I feel like I gotta just do the synopsis and yeah, then let him I go because so. I don't want to have to stop you. I don't want to have to stop yeah. you, you know, because I've got a preview of what this is, what he's going to say. So <laughs> this is an emergency. This is an emergency. Homicides in Chicago, Illinois, have surpassed the death toll of American special forces in Iraq. Hey, it's all Welcome to Chirac. Chirac, where we at, my Land of pain, misery, and strife. Everybody here got a man banging and slanging, fighting for the flag, risking that long zip of the cadaver bag. All to the bang, bang. Bang, bang. It all started with a gorgeous Nubian sister. What's up, Spinner? They call her Alyssa Strauss. A woman like no other. You just try taking away their guns. Okay, okay, the dirty poppers. Because right. my gun go boom, I'll make sure a Trojan end up in the next All right. Well, what else do they love? Repeat after me. I will deny all rights of access or entrance. I will deny all rights of access or entrance. Mr. Strider had them all take a solemn oath. Lock it up. Stop the murder madness, or there would be no more pope. The situation's out of control, because I'm in front of an empty stripper pole. That's right, you get snubbed. Oh, snap! We gonna make sure these fools put down these guns. Police signs, air day. People dying, air day. Mama's crying, air day. Father's trying, air day. Trying to get my head straight. It's the city of Chirac, man, get your bed, man. Do you want justice? Please pray for my city. Too much hate in my city. Too many heartaches in my city. But I got faith in my city. This Chirac and I love that. You can't take it away from my city. Some can't relate to my city. They die every day in my city. Yeah. story of fact. Can't shoot so babies get whacked. Side is a Chirac. All right, hit me with that synopsis and then I can uh, get my rant. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) So, set in Chicago, nicknamed Chirac, the film follows a gang war between the the Spartans and the Trojans. The Spartans are led by a popular rapper called uh, Demetrius, also nicknamed Chirac, uh, played by Nick Cannon, whereas the Trojans are led by the one-eyed OG called Cyclops, played by Wesley Snipes. Demetrius's girl, Lysistrata, is fed up with the constant violence in the community, uh, particularly one episode which sees a little girl called Patty killed by a stray bullet. After an attempt on Demetrius's life, Lysistrata moves in with Miss Helen Worthy, played by Angela Bassett. Love to see her again. I miss her, Miss Angela. I don't know where she's been. Uh, and Miss Helen uh, tells the girl all about an activist named Lima Bowie who decided to start a sex strike during the Second Liberian Civil War in a bid to get the warring sides to cease violence. So with this idea, Lysistrata embraces 
uh, the notion of a sex strike and presents her plan to the lovers and side pieces of the Trojans and Spartans. The plea is simple. No peace, no pussy. (laughs) Don't titter at the word pussy, AJ. (laughs) We're in for a long night if that's the case. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So the sex strike spreads across the neighbourhood, but still the gangs refuse to stop the violence. Meanwhile, Father Mike Corridan, played by John Cusack, lays little Paddy to rest in in the uh, community church. And he also leads the community in their collective outrage to offer a $5,000 reward for information leading to the arrest of Patty's killer. Lysistrata takes the strike to the next level when she leads the women of both gangs in a daring takeover of a local military base, and the sex strike spreads across the globe. The mayor, who is directly affected by the sex strike himself, uh, he wants the problem solved, and so he has the police attempt to break the strike with Operation Hot and Bothered. which involves the playing of sensual and slow jams over giant speakers. The girls discover earplugs and the operation only serves to make the men more horny themselves. It's been three months and a solution is yet to be reached with the gangs showing signs of that they're starting to lose steam. The powers that be arrange for a final showdown of shorts of sorts, sorry. Demetrius and Lysistrata are to meet at the base and whoever climaxes first uh, loses and must concede to the terms of the other side. If he if he wins, the strike is over. If she wins, the gangs need to come to, to a peace agreement. And in a moment of coitus interruptus during this climactic uh, you know, sex session, Cyclops shows up and he and his crew lay down their guns. A truce is called between the Spartans and the Trojans and with the city agreeing to put up money for a hospital and a trauma centre, but Demetrius refuses to sign. And blocking his path on the way out are the many mothers of the slain, holding all holding up photos of the people they've lost to gun violence. Miss Worthy appeals to Demetrius with a story about how his own father came clean about a death he was responsible for, and Demetrius finally admits to being responsible for... Uh, for Patty's little Patty's death, he's taken off to jail, but he appeals for his fellow gang members to follow suit in repenting for their many sins. Chirac. Okay. That's Chirac. Chirac. So Chirac is sort of a conflation of Iraq and Chicago. Yes. Uh, for those of you who haven't seen the film. Which is most people. <laughs> Which is most people. I, I actually quite like the opening 10 minutes, I think, is is probably the strongest for me. Like, it opens with, uh, like, a map of America, like this really stylized map of America, and uh, this rap song that plays out in full with the lyrics pop up on the screen. And then you get these stats... Uh, which I'll read out, 2001 to the present day, you had 2,349 American deaths in the Af- Afghanistan war. 2003 to 2011, you had 4,424 American deaths in the Iraq war. And then from 2001 to 2015, 7,356 murders happened in Chicago. So uh, that was quite, I thought that was all quite powerful. Um and after that opening, I was looking forward to a gritty as fuck urban tragedy, mm. but uh, it's not exactly what. What, what, what did we you got. get? What did you get? Um, <laughs> all right, are you ready? 
<laughs> ready for the wrath. This film is overly long, cartoonish, oppressively preachy, especially since it's essentially made all of its key points in the first 15 minutes. It lacks the ambiguities and layers that, you know, we've loved from other Spike films. It's overly simplistic. Guns are bad, okay. Violence is bad, okay. Men take life. Women give life. If you take away the guns, the violence will stop. Um, it, it, it strangely doesn't address the war on drugs at all. Like, there's no mention of drugs. Um, I would assume that drugs go hand in hand with gun violence, but, you know, I don't live in Chicago. But the sting for me was at the end of the film, magically someone, presumably the mayor of Chicago, clicks his fingers and gives everyone a job and somehow builds all these hospitals and community centers. And, you know, what the fuck are these jobs? Are they, you know, all these gang members? Are they garbage men now, bus drivers, cleaners, baristas, healthcare workers, teachers? You know, where did all the money come from? And the film has this childish view of how to fix the problems faced by some of these urban communities. And if Spike is poking fun at these simplistic solutions, then, you know, I don't, I don't think it's done a very good job because it's Greta Thunberg level preaching. And you know what? I didn't laugh once. <laughs> three, wor- three words for you, Ricky. Black Lives Matter. <laughs> I just think this was such a missed opportunity. It like, was, yeah. The subject matter is so massive. Like, this could be like a Malcolm X sort of deal here. Mm. This could be something huge and really inspiring, but it, it's a bit silly. It's just silly, you know. And, and John, you might, you know, you might com- combat a lot of my criticisms here, but the, the rhyming really pissed me off. Like, Should we tell people that it's <laughs> rhyming? Know? It's rhyming in this movie. Mm. Like rhyming Lots couplets, rhyming. basically. I think if this film was like 100% serious and didn't have gang leaders with glittered eye patches or women pledging their allegiance to the No Sex Until Peace initiative whilst doing sassy twerking and synchronized dance moves, I think it might have worked. You know, I mean, you think of, of Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet. I mean, that's that's the original mm. text that's, you know, all in um in verse or you know and 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 rhyming and stuff but but it's like a serious mm. movie you know what i mean like it is stylized but it's serious but this is just like there's so much just silliness in here you know um aj help me john aj what what what, what, what do you reckon what do you reckon aj what do you reckon i i agree with a lot of that the it could have been it missed the mark i get what he was trying to do it really missed the mark Back to the opening, like I think the club shooting was very realistic and I love how the text messages pop up next to the, the dead bodies. You see mm. see texts like, uh, you dead, N-word, I gotcha, uh, you whacked, you gone. Um, but again, in that same scene, you've got, so Chirac's performing his 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 act in, in this club and and everyone is doing these synchronized dance moves like it's the Macarena or something, mm. you know. Like it'd just be way cooler if they were just like, like bopping around, busting out their own moves and just digging the vibe. Yeah, where or whatever. it started like, and where it ended were yeah, it completely fell away. You didn't really get to know him at all. Chirac. What? Yeah, <laughs> like what? He's just broody and and just like it wasn't Eminem vibes at the end where he's rapping, was it? Like you didn't. I wasn't on his side when he came clean. Like I was just like, oh yeah, okay. I'm glad. <laughs> but also, you, you don't you don't know what 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 the beef is between these two. Yeah, but that's the point. There is, you don't know. You what is the beef? Like the Bloods and the Crips. But what is the beef? Well, yeah. 
But that would make for a more interesting movie if if those gangs had a bit bit more depth to them. Mm. Apart from the fact that they they wear you know one side wears purple, one side wears That's, orange, and they like to kill isn't each other. That you know, the the, the yeah. point. Yeah. Well, like if I guess if so. you went if you hang the wrong hanky out of your pants and walk into yeah. the wrong neighborhood, can't you get killed? It's dumb. I think Spike thinks it's dumb. That is dumb, but but can't you make that point in a cool way though? Yeah, like and, and have some characters with a bit of depth, you know? I mean, you could have both. Yeah, look, it's right? a, look, it's a troubling movie. It's a di- it's a difficult movie, and I mean, it, you got to put it in in context as well. Like, he must have done twenty movies or something. So this is mm. he's a veteran um, and an old older guy now as well. He's not a young man anymore. So mm. there is a point where you've got to. You know, we've spoken about this a little bit before. But we've got to sort of go. Well, he's an old guy, and and he's. Uh, it, this is very much he's like the Tempest, which is a late Shakespeare play. So it's it's got a different feel. I mean, and there's there's weird stuff as well. It's made for Amazon. Amazon's weird. It's not like making a movie for Warner Brothers or. It just seems like there's no infrastructure. <laughs> they seem like these in- independent movies. There's a lot of it, the whole thing's strange. But 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 he had this movie r- ready to go, the script ready to go, and he shopped it around. Yes. And the only people that said yes to it was Amazon. Mm. Yeah. Well, look. I mean, at the end of the, I, I suppose just keeping it macro. My feeling, I suppose, I was it caught me at the right time. I, I I agree with a lot of the stuff you're saying, and and if if it, if it's something like this catches you. At, you know, if at the wrong moment, you just—I could see why you would just go. I hate every moment of this, but <laughs> but I understand what you mean too. Yeah, it, but maybe this, I was. This just caught me at the at the right moment. <laughs> um, and I guess what why I why I have to love it on some level is because you know I I can't walk around the things that I hate about all the all the dumb movies of today all the mainstream stuff is just how un- unimaginative unplayful unexperimental they are mm. so so you watch a movie like any of these marvel movies and although there's a lot of craft involved and i don't deny the craft so people need to get that straight they're so literal like it's they're not they never play with the form they never play with cinema they never turn in on themselves do postmodern things or do theatrical things or or do weird stuff and spike has always done that some of it comes off some of it doesn't and i think this movie is a perfect example where there's scenes where i just go oh man this is clicking and then there was a lot of stuff where i was like oh man but but i put that down to oh, a lot of different things i just think a lot of the performers god bless them the younger ones weren't up to it um, they're really shown up by because Sam Jackson plays uh, Dolomites, or you know, which is a brilliant take on the word on Dolomite, <laughs> and um, <laughs> he plays this this sort of the Greek narrator uh, of of the story. And I was just thinking when I was watching him, I was like, man, Sam Jackson is fucking amazing. Mm. He is electric. He could you could watch him say anything, and he is powerful and magnetic, and he is just like a and think about it. He was a second stringer on Jungle Fever. You know mm. what I mean? Like he was in the background. He was just in Jungle Fever. And in a movie like this, he's so much of a towering figure that that he's a perfect example of. Uh, I'm like, oh man, I wish young Denzel was in this. You know? And Angela Bassett was really good too. And I was like, oh man, I wish there was more. Of, I wish there was a young Angela about Angela Bassett in this. So mm. I think it sort of comes across as like the main chick. Although she is hot, she's kind of she's just um, she's weak. 
You know, mm. she doesn't just doesn't she just doesn't have it. And Nick Cannon, I thought, was surprisingly good. He's gotten a bit of heat for being not street enough or whatever. Yeah, and that's right. Because I'm because I don't know anything about that. I'm like, oh well, like he's fine, you know. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, I, I just think overall, I loved the exp- how experimental it was. I loved. Uh, how theatrical it was and how risky and bold it was because it was it was all the things they wouldn't let you do on a on a Marvel movie. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot that pissed me off. Like I'm trying to think about. Like there were times when I was like, oh yeah, this is silly. But then again, I don't know. Like, do you just think it was it came across as childish or something? I I, I think so. I think maybe if if you had the same sort of setup, but it, but it not be about gangs in Chicago or something and not have that opening mm. that's just so, uh, I don't know, what's the word for it? It's just, it's so hard hitting, that that opening. And then everything after it is kind of silly. Like, I, I, I guess it's a tone problem then, you know, where, where you're kind of set up to have this, like I said, this really gritty urban drama unfold and then within the first nine minutes yeah once that synchronized dancing starts mm. you're but like, also but i, this but is I think he doesn't this. want to glorify it though as well mm. i think he didn't want to kind of glorify that lifestyle and then people but we've also coming up that the wire is is yeah. completed by this point so by 2015 the entire series of the wire so we've got that and i kept on thinking about that yeah and so he wanted to do something that was, and I think it's all there. I really appreciated the story because, you know, he treated us with enough respect that all of it was in there. Like I was, I just wrote it down. I was like, okay, so we've got, we start with, with Dolomites. He's Chirac, like, you know, a hero to uh, young guys and girls. He, he, his kind of cool hip hop swagger and music lures the, the young in and the girls are all part of it. They're all dancing in unison, which means that they are all loving what he's laying down and glorifying the violence. And then we've got um, we the victims. We've got, uh, you know, Patty, the, the girl, which has happened a lot, you know, more and more in recent years of, of stray bullets killing kids. So there's Patty is one of the victims. But then we also have the, the, um, the wounded gangsters. Uh, mm. Who who get there to say their piece because they're they're like totally I don't know shunned usually. Then we've got the church um, with with um, John Cusack playing a, a priest that's based on a real Catholic priest. Because part of you was going, why is there one white boy in this movie? <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And why is it John Cusack? And yeah. so he's in the church and he's pushing for material change and all those things that, that happen at the end are the real things that, that those communities want. They want hospitals, they want a trauma centre, they want mental health stuff, they want stuff to deal with the drugs, which is what the mental health thing is. Like It wasn't mentioned in the movie, as you as you say, but if, if you're talking about wanting to open up a mental health centre or whatever, that's to address the drugs, you know what I mean? Like in part. And um, then you've got the city so and the mayor. And this is one part that I thought, you know, but maybe because it's 2015, I reckon they've had a mix of, well, actually, I don't know. Maybe they've always been white mayors, but it would have been more brilliant if it was done now because Laurie Lightfoot, who's black, is the leader of, is the mayor of Chicago. And I think that makes it more complex because um, she mm. comes across as a total clown (laughs) and just like a total monster uh and and unrepentant and thinks the city's doing great you know um so then you've got the life insurance guy 
who comes around, which is another part mm. of the story. Oh, that was that was. And then good. you've yeah. got uh, young. We find out the young Demetrius. You know, when he was a kid, he walked in on his mum and dad, which is very Oedipal, walking in on his well, his mum and and a, and a. Uh, a guy not his dad uh having sex and uh, that's very freudian and then but then it's that guy that that sort of inducts him into the thug life you know broken home you know all and then the cycle begins so uh, i don't know i thought it was all there but mm. it was just weirdly told but you you hated it just just to go back to well yeah i, I didn't like it at all, to be honest. <laughs> uh, which, which is, is a shame because i you know, we, we've only—I think may have only done one other film on this show that I, I really oh, hated. So, you, but what was that? Um, what was that? Oh, it remember. wasn't the Beach Girls. You liked that? <laughs> no, it wasn't that. It wasn't Hard Bodies. No, 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 no. Wake up! Hey, Dolomites! Welcome to Chirac, the land of pain, misery, and strife, folks. Out when the city been filleted with a king-sized butcher knife. Like a monster from out of space, the great state of Illinois has been hit by a murderous big-ass killer roar. And that's real shit. Well, the big money maker is the black suit undertaker, but don't pity our pain. Mike ain't always right, ain't you heard? And this coming from a natural man. Baby, you come face to face with the super bad Mr. Dolomites. My black ass was on the first box of Wheaties. I was raised up in a pail of rusted nails. Ran buck naked through golf ball size hay. Was weaned on Thunderbird from my mama's titty. Kicked ass from coast to coast till both shoe toes was shitty. Chewed up electric lines and pissed out lightning bolts. Hit Godzilla so hard it gave Martha's daddy a joke. Sank the Titanic with a frozen turd. Then won 10 Grammys and didn't sing a rap one goddamn motherfucking word. Now, I told you about the signifying monkey and rapped about shine. But this here tale of two cities is one of a kind. Uh, but just, just back to Samuel Jackson, like like you say, he's electric, but I kind of want him to do something different. Something, like he's sort of just fallen into this role of, of, of doing what he does here, which is just like a lot of fast-talking, smooth-talking mm. stuff. Like I, I'd like to see him do a role where, I don't know, he doesn't talk. Like... You know, a bit like Jungle Fever. Like, I mean, I know, I know, he talks in Jungle Fever, but it's—he's not doing Samuel Jackson now. He just does. They, they just—they write the script and they just—you yes. know—probably just says Samuel, just do your do thing, do whatever you there want. You go. So you, you know. want him like Ryan Gosling in Drive, just just acting, not talking so much. <laughs> well, I, I just want to see him do something different because I know he can do other stuff. You know. Well, there's a movie that I—probably uh, the last good movie I saw him in, which I think we should watch. As one of our cyber movies, a movie called Black Snake Moan, <laughs> which is it's him and Christina Ricci. It's perfect for cyberb, impossible to explain, and that is him doing acting where I'm like, I haven't seen you do this in a long time. So, but I know exactly what you mean. He is just doing his shtick here, but the but the bottom line is his shtick is better than the best yeah. thing that these young punks can oh, turn yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, that's sure. the shame of it. I want him to do proper acting too, but he's old and a parody of himself, like Al Pacino. Like, what? Mm. Like, who are you even talking to when you talk to these guys? Yeah, they just probably talk about themselves in the third person and stuff. You know, I hope so. They'd be like, he'd be like, <laughs> Sam, he'd be like, Sam, Sam Jackson doesn't like, doesn't like that. 
you know? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I'd love that. That'd be amazing. Well, I, I wanted to know where the scene was where a woman who's broken the vow of chastity gets, like, lynched by the other women or is forced to get her head shaved like the girls in Holland who slept with Nazi officers, mm. you know, or, or, or the scene where Chirac doesn't give a fuck about the sex strike and just rapes his girlfriend at gunpoint. Like, I mean, because that's... Yeah, I was kind of waiting for, the, uh, for a rape. I mean, that's the that. kind of shit that would actually happen, <laughs> yes. you know. Yep. I would, look, I think you've hit on a very valid criticism. It lacked teeth. And all of those things you just said, like if Michael Haneke did it or, I don't know, actually, Spike, Spike, Spike would have done it. Younger Spike would have done that mm, because definitely. he he has done, there's some stuff in, like there's a death in Do the Right Thing that's, that just is a total gut punch, you know, and, and he's done stuff like that, but he just didn't have the, the ticker for it in 2015. He just didn't. In this film... Do you actually see someone get killed at all? I, I don't think you do. I think they've done that on purpose. Yeah. Oh no, so. no, no. You do. No, you do. You do at the club. You see it at the club. No, those guys survive. Those guys survive, and they come and talk to us later. Oh, do they? Mm. They do. Yeah, they're both massively injured, but that's it. Because oh. mm. that's yeah. No, we don't. No one gets killed. He he did suck the guts out of it, but I feel like he maybe that's that's a money thing. He's like, um, he sold it to the money men. That it's not going to be a total downer. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It was lacking what bamboozled had, oh, like yeah. with the images and stuff like that. Bomb, that was baby, bomb, power. baby. Makes you get your freak <laughs> yeah. on. Well, that that made an appearance on a billboard, yeah. which I was pleased to see. But there was also the bombsicle. So, like the the Alco Pops uh, version, yeah. which I thought was nice. They had it next to. Um, a what is it a weave ad an ad for weave colored weaves yeah. and then an ad for like prophylactic horn or something like, no, like that, a big... that, yeah. no yeah that that was an ad for condoms yes it's called tusk and it had this tusk. guy sitting on this had this massive tusk between his legs yeah yeah great stuff that was good love it love yeah. it yeah but but you know the, the other thing i thought is you know what what is this truce you know, like there's there's no details as to to what it is other than oh we're going to stop stop killing each other like you know. So I think it should have been more more about the guys, and less about the girls. Yeah. Do you <laughs> mean that, the entire movie that? or? Well, like I think that if we got a more of a sense of them, then we'd care more about the truce. So he's so like, oh yeah. I feel like I should take your pussy hat off you. I I think so. <laughs> and... Because like it was two separate movies. Yes. Yeah. Then it went for yeah. two hours. Did go look? It was long. It was long. <laughs> yeah, t- two hours six, I think. All right. Well, mm. tell tell me tell me some things you liked. You miserable bastards. <laughs> <laughs> well, the chicks are hot. The yeah, the, the sex is hot. hot. Yeah. Mm, sex was hot. Yeah. Very hot. Yeah. <laughs> I I I was the the scene I think is was outstanding. Was the slow jam? I loved I loved that scene. So the so it's sort of like set up as being a I guess a a representation of a tear gas bomb or something. So they they play a slow jam for the girls over 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 the the, the stereo, <laughs> and it's um, a song called "Oh Girl" by the She Lights, <laughs> and it's a beautiful song, and I think it's an old Motown sort of number. And the girls look super hot, 
and they're just they're just grinding to it and the guys are outside doing their thing i just thought that was outstanding i was like oh wow this is this is great no because the thing is all of the disney owned stuff so marvel's owned by disney anything touched by these corporations in that is is so chaste and so and there was no there was no titties there was no it wasn't grotesque it wasn't like pegging and all this other stuff no like it was it was just it was kind of old school Sexy. Operation hot and bothered. We turned them on, they've turned themselves in. We'll stick those prick teasers in a federal pen. Definitely no trans trans representation in there. No, there wasn't. But actually, that's a that that was the um the what got me thinking. So this is 2015. Interesting point in time. So before the woke revolution, before you had a podcast, Ricky, um, <laughs> and it just got me thinking that Spike gets to by and large, although there's a lot there's different threads in this movie, he gets to make single issue movies. Un, 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 mm. yeah. unmolested so he gets to say i'm gonna make a movie about gun violence in chicago mm. and no one comes in and says oh well make sure that um you know the, the lead is trans or make sure that you're saying something about fat women or make sure you say something mm. about disabled people or dwarves or or whatever like you know, it's like we we spoke to Holly um, on the on the uh, New Flesh interviews about how feminism now one of the problems with feminism is that it it has become because of all the stakeholders who end up throwing in their lot, it becomes a global justice movement. So you'd have to you'd make a movie now, and there's no way you could get away with him. I mean. This is a movie just with men and women, nothing in between, and the issues between those two. You could never do that now. Someone would, and like by and large, and the thing is, it has to be this way because he's not trying to solve every issue. He's trying to solve one issue. He's like, oh, Mm. well, it's gun violence in Chicago in 2015, and this is the state of play. Oh, and in the black community, to be honest, they're not kind. They're not really. The average household there isn't really going on about trans stuff. It's not a thing for them in that way, in the way that Hillary Clinton's team wants it to be. You know what I mean? So he doesn't have to bother with it. I mean, did this occur to you at all? The in Cyclops' crew, that kind of looks like there's an ambiguous girl. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Like one, yeah, that you kind of don't know. She's not overly feminine and... Oh yeah, yeah. no, Snoop. No, but you don't. It's Snoop yeah. from The Wire in in as yeah. the side piece in yeah. So um, I in in the Trojans crew, I was I spotted her and I was like, oh, that's Snoop from from. I mean, and she was jacked up. Yeah. Yeah. But you kind of it, it doesn't need to be talked about. 
Yes. She's just part of the crew. But if you had lesbians in this film, how how would it work? I mean, are they still allowed to, you know, is pussy on pussy allowed or? I hope so. <laughs> I, 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 I'm a man can dream. <laughs> but b- back to that scene you loved where they're playing the 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 Motown track. Mm. If if he was to go like like really satirical and surreal, like they would have wheeled out a giant ghetto blaster. It would have been a little bit holy mountain esque, you know, where they bring out that that love robot, the orgasm machine. robot thing. You know, like <laughs> you know, I feel like if 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 he went to that sort of a level of absurd, weird. It, it it may have worked more. So you for think? Me, you so know. you what you're saying is Spike Lee's he fell off that he's no he's a punk bitch he's <laughs> he's no good he doesn't know he's he's I think he's lost it. Yeah, I think what he had is <laughs> lost. Like a lot of old silly men do, you know. Yes. You, you know the directors that that get to a certain age and then for some reason they want to make films that their kids are going to enjoy. Like, oh God, I hate that. You know, yeah, that's, it's like, that's, aren't you, aren't your kids going to grow up one day and love that you made, I don't know, casino or something like that. Yeah. You know? Or raise a head. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't think Lynch has ever made, made something for his kids. Has he? No, he doesn't care. No, look, no. I mean, but this wasn't for kids though. This had all sorts, this had, I mean, a lot of end words in it. It also had uh, swearing and, um, yeah, like pretty, pretty frenzied sex in at least one mm. scene. I really went for it in that scene too. Yeah. Mm. They just like were like, go for it. How'd you learn to make love so good? <laughs> Repetition. They call Shyrak the pussy magician. <laughs> you are crazy like glue. Yeah. yeah, it is. A, look, it's a weird tone, but then again, satire is weird. So we'll, we'll put it in perspective. Did you feel that, that Bamboozled was a more effective satire and tonally more consistent than this movie? Yes. Yeah. Straight up. Asked and answered. I feel like he knew what he was doing more. Like I, I, I get it that he didn't want to glorify gangs or whatever, but I think that he, he went too much the other way. You need a little bit of grit. Well, AJ, I, I got a question. So I really like the soundtrack, um, but the second track on the soundtrack is an R. Kelly track. Now, look, is that, I was thinking about him a lot during this movie. Is this before? Wasn't he already a monster in 2015? No, I wasn't. It wasn't out, Ooh. out yet, I don't think. Because I was thinking that we should have done Trapped in the Closet and watch for all 48 parts. 48 parts? Is this, You've got is a, this YouTube a doco about, about him? No, it's just this little, he's made multiple episodes of this series and it's the funniest shit I've ever seen. Oh, wow. Okay, well, yeah. I'll, che- I'll check I'll it out. I'll send you the link. R. Kelly, Trapped in the Closet. I think it's Trapped in the Closet, yeah. Okay, all right. But is is he in jail, is. though? Yeah, he's in jail, and he just got another twenty years whacked on for so, child So, so when, when did he make this? Before before he got sent to the big house? Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, I, I just another little thing. I object. To, they do one of these scenes. They do all these scenes from around the world. I really object to the Aussie one. No, <laughs> no peace, no pussy, no <laughs> peace, no pussy. And I'm like, oh, for goodness' sakes, don't pander to me like that. Having said that, I do. Where find was the Saudi Arabian chicks? 
Well, chanting, the Pakistani you know? one was them saying the Pakistani mm. one was them saying like no loving or something, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> same thing, I guess. Yeah. But that's the thing, this word pussy being said like over and over again, are we all thinking about the same thing? Pussy, pussy, pussy. I'm just like, <laughs> like it's become a word that, look, get your pussy hat on, grab it by the pussy, 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 pussy power. <laughs> you know, I just feel like it's a really, it's a dirty word, isn't it? <laughs> I, I want to bring back the old school meaning, you know. My mother-in-law said it the other night. She said, yeah, my, oh, really? my pussy needs some milk. She's thirsty. <laughs> now, now you're being my old man. Now you're being my old man. That's my old man. He'd he'd go and he'd he'd say yeah. He'd just say the pussy like like that and like you. I don't know. And for goodness' sakes. And my mother. You're a cat said, lover, John. Bring it back. Yeah. I, I, yes. I don't know. I think he might have even said big pussy, as well. <laughs> you know. So um, yeah, my mother-in-law said it. She said something, and she just said it was in. It was a reference to someone else saying it. She said something like, but the way she said it, it was it was obscene. <laughs> <laughs> now we're meant to just, you know, say we're all about it. All right. Well, AJ, it's time, I think, for Keeper or Creeper. Now, we're not going to fuck around tonight. And look, you know, to be honest... I mean, I'm always working for you. You know that. And you, I, I do know that. I feel like there wasn't a lot on offer, so I'm focusing all of my efforts on Nick Cannon the as wheelchair Demetrius. Guy. The wheelchair oh. guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, the wheelchair guy, you know, he's got street cred, I suppose. Yeah. So Nick, so Nick Cannon as Demetrius Chirac Dupree. Uh, now, okay, Dope MC. You know, it's true. That first track was was killer. You know, loved it. Love all that. Over six feet. That's true. So he's tall. He's tall. All right, because we know that women they ain't into the short guys. All right. <laughs> no. Uh, great physique. You know, good physique. Oh yeah, his body was amazing. Yeah, good tattoos. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what you think. I, I think I think tattoos are different on men. Don't you think, AJ? Say, say what you think, Ricky. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Don't throw me under the bus. What do you think of tattoos <laughs> on a woman? <laughs> no, well, like okay. Me. So I think um, I don't think you should be putting bumper stinkers on a Lamborghini. That's that's what I think. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, AJ, he's got tattoos. So there you go. Um, successful entertainer. You know, bit a bit of cash, but he doesn't seem to be. You know, he hasn't gone global or anything, but he's successful. So. So you'll be comfortable. No. Yeah, I think so. On I the verge. So. He works pretty hard, you know, on in the grind. So he likes to wind down with a fatty boom batty blunt mm. and um, just a bit of lean. Now, Ricky, mm. I know you like to be educated. So uh, uh, lean is a kind of drink, okay? It's also known as purple drank or scissorp. I think you've okay. got to say it like scissorp. <laughs> I think you've got to say it like that. It's... So it's just if you want to make it yourself, okay? It's codeine containing cough syrup, soda, hard candy, and occasionally alcohol and the antihistamine pro- uh, promethazine, okay? So it's a lot of good stuff oh. in there. Um, I think, uh, you know, if you had a hard day, you want to kick back, just keep, knock, knock up a bit of that. Was MJ drinking that? I think the milk was that MJ was drinking pre- pre- prepared by Conrad Murray was... His jizz. 
<laughs> I think it was I think it was opioids. Uh, of mm. a, but, but anyway, so that's lean. Um, but it doesn't seem to affect his sex drive. So no. Um, but is he a generous lover? I don't know. Um, I just have to leave that up to your imagination. Mm. I'm I'm getting kind of warped from Nick Cannon in real life. Well, and how would, he's spread his seed. I was going to say if he's if there's any <laughs> if there is any crossover, we're talking virile, mm. fertile that's right. ground. Is, is he oh, the guy yeah. that's got kids with like five different chicks? Oh yeah, he has oh, yes yeah. eleven children. Yeah, eleven. Yeah. Whoa, and and like a month apart, some that's, of them. That's some Genghis Khan shit there. That is Genghis Khan. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> that is, he's he gets it. He gets it. So, anyway, that's what I've got for him. Now, um, you know, so give me your breakdown. What do, you, what, do you, what do you think? I needed more screen time. I feel like he wasn't around enough. Hmm. I, I needed less, less brooding um, and just more, just more thug. Okay. <laughs> do, do, you think you could have, do you think you could have rapped a bit more as well? Like you only sort yeah, of seemed sure. to do that like once. I'm, like, yeah, that's what I mean. Like it was no... Okay, well, let me, you know, you now, no, no, but look, just don't throw him out just yet. Okay, so no, it's all, it's, it's all, all, it's all about, you know, what a man says, you know, what a man says to mm. you. So he, what about this? What, what about, he says something to the effect of, um, you ready for daddy to smash that cake? I got that long D. I know your ass can't wait. Freaky dicky all up in that butt. Come on, girl, let's bust this nut. Mm. Yeah, uh, poetry, just beautiful. It's exactly what I want Frank to say on a, oh, a Wednesday night. Imagine Frank, <laughs> imagine Frank saying, you're ready for Daddy to smash You that should cake. write that down and make him say it. Smash just put it in cake. front of him and go read it now. <laughs> Poor Frank. So... Anyway, that that's that's my that's that's what I got. What, what yeah. do you think? Look, he's he's a fine looking man. He's very good looking. Just ask he's his baby mamas, you know. Yeah, and and they don't even give a fuck. I don't think they're just still mm. like we'll just have him sire. Just love it. <laughs> so so that's a keeper. <laughs> I, I'm look. I think he is a keeper. Hey, amazing, keeper. amazing! Another keeper. Demetrius mm. Chirac Dupree, you, sir, are a keeper, not a creeper. Thank you very much. That's right. And I might stay with him while he's in jail for a bit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You'll be one of those chicks that... Uh... Yeah, the dance in front of the windows, maybe? Yeah. Well, that's what 50, <laughs> that's what 50 says in 21 Questions. He says, you know, you're going to be there. You're going to be there if that's I go right. up for a, a bit, I think they call it, Ricky. Yeah, and he was fucked up about killing that kid. So, yeah. That's great. We got another we got another <laughs> keeper. I love it. I love it. You like you like fat guys and dope MCs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is a profile. The ultimate description of can, can we find a fat dope MC? Come on, who's a I fat dope MC? Fat there must dope be one. Uh, no, they always die. They always die. Like um, big pun, big pun. <laughs> you know. Um, anyway, that's that's Keeper Gripper. Great stuff. Wonderful. All 
All right, uh, here's some trivia. Uh, this is the first original film to be released by Amazon Studios. Oh. Uh, John Cusack's character is based on uh, a real character, uh, a real priest, a Roman Catholic priest uh, of the Archdiocese of Chicago, uh, who's also a social activist. Um, city residents and city council members requested that uh, Spike Lee change the name of the film, which they thought would hurt the city's image. What a bunch of pussies. True. And threatened to withhold the tax credits that the filmmaker would have received from the city. Lee later called Chicago Mayor um, Raham Emanuel a bully and several Chicago uh, older men bootlickers for their criticisms. But what do they want? I mean, he could have called it Chicago, Mm. you know? Yeah. Well, it's left on left violence and stupid and and childish. Do you know what I mean? Like nobody saw this movie for for starters. Like yeah. <laughs> so, so shut up. Um, it, it's it's only going to be reviewed by a podcast in Australia called Side Boob Cinema. <laughs> Seven years from now is what someone yes. should have said. All right. And although Side Boob Cinema will save cinema. It will. It, no one saw this movie. They need to. They need to calm down. And imagine getting up and saying, "Although this is a hard hitting film and a tough, a tough thing, you know, uh, we don't censor art, and it's just a piece of art." And go and do something else. Uh, rapper Kanye West was supposed to star in the film, but dropped out, oh. possibly due to scheduling conflicts. So you could have been going keeper on Kanye. I definitely would have said Gabriel Kanye. I love Kanye. I know, and which is which makes your it makes his anti-Semitism the biggest kink you have. <laughs> you know, like because you go, I'm not anti-Semitic, but I love a guy. I mean, she just gets me so hot, and he's anti-Semitic. <laughs> Cut that! Cut it! No, Cut no, it. no, 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 no! I get it. I get no, it. No, I mean about me saying that I like him because. We talk about this all the time about why those nu- evil Nazi chicks are so hot. You know, yeah, it doesn't. Make, it's it's terrible. They're terrible people, but they're hot, and I hate that. We should do some Nazi exploitation films. Yeah, yeah, it's on the menu. The Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, my last piece of trivia here. Um, it was discovered that the music supervisor Thomas DJ Sluggo Kendricks was charging artists a submission fee in order to have their music considered for the soundtrack. This information was taken to the film's production team and Kendricks was fired. Mm. It's crazy. They even had the email. They had like a couple of the people who were who asked to submit forwarded the email and it was like, yeah, he wanted like 300 bucks or 500 depending on where you wanted what you were asking for. And I mean there was no guarantee. So he was just getting the money off you. Um and then he read this he his his apology in that article. He's totally He's finished, and he's just doing whatever he can to save the furniture. He's just saying, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I made a mistake. It's like, you are a total scumbag, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. And he's totally fucked his career. Like, I mean, to be a music supervisor on a on a pretty big film with, you know, with a big mm. director, I mean. Which you've just bagged out for fucking 40 minutes. Well, <laughs> Spike's finished anyway. You're better off without him, Kendricks. <laughs> you know, it's not like, not like it was Black Panther. <laughs> It's time for the Me Too. Yeah, okay, let's do it. If I was you, I'd wanna be me too. I'd wanna be me too. I'd wanna be me too. Heavens to Bechtel, you know what time it is. It's the Bechtel test. 
which is an informal way to evaluate bias against women in films and other media, we encourage all of you to, whenever you watch a show or a movie, you must apply this test, okay? And if it fails the test, I don't know, punch the TV or, or, or write a letter or something, okay? So the test is basically... A work is said to pass the Bechtel test if, one, it has two named women who talk to each other about something other than a man. So if it doesn't, if they're not women talking to each other about other people, some other man, it's it's shit. Okay? <laughs> good fellas. Good, good fellas is oh, shit. Oh, don't you dare. Don't you dare say that. Dances with wolves. Dances with uh, the patriarchy. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. Okay. So Lysistrata does talk to Miss Helen, and she gets the oh. idea for this. Does get the idea for the sex strike, but it ultimately is about giving or not giving sex to men. Soon. Mm. I don't know if that counts. Um, most of the discussions in the film are women talking to women, but again, it's about not giving up their pussy to use that word that everyone wants me to use <laughs> casually now anyway, like imagine that you go into the office and it's like like someone just says oh did you get any pussy last night like, <laughs> that's where we're headed that's where we're headed. it's normalizing and you go oh i don't i don't know oh your wife didn't give up her pussy why not because <laughs> there's a sex strike on you know? So anyway, no peace, no pussy. No peace, no pussy. You know? I oh, know. Actually, I know we're getting off track here, but um, I'm, there's a. My wife and I met a girl in the creative circles recently, and she said, she said of like a, a story or a script. She's like, oh wow, that chick really loves the puss. <laughs> she sh- shortened it to the pu- the, the puss. That that's yeah. a very Australian thing to do. Mm, I mean, it's that is. She was definitely a vulgar woman. So, <laughs> all right. Anyway, this fucking movie fails. All right, it fails the Bechdel test. There's no mm. women talking about startups or or whatever it is women talk about. Like when I'm not around, <laughs> you know. Uh, okay, so the charges tonight on the Me Too Media, Me, Me Too Meter, it is worth mentioning, uh, as it is World Pride in Sydney, uh, and we've just had the Mardi Gras that our Prime Minister attended, that Chirac leaves a lot to be desired in terms of inclusion. Uh, there was no mention of gay, lesbian, bisexual people, and most importantly, trans folks, okay? Spike Lee has essentially erased these people from existence. Here we have a movie about a sex strike, and yet there is zero mention of the only sex that matters, and that is sex involving pegging, lady dicks, ball gags, and crawling around on all fours like a little doggy with your ass and balls visible to passing <laughs> children. <laughs> Kink lives matter, all right? Uh, The movie, uh, just as a side note, is aggressively heteronormative uh, with a handful of scenes between men and women having sex, which I think speaks for itself. Uh, And I've got no other way to say this, but there are a range of, uh, I believe they're called hot women in this movie. And yes, I know that beauty isn't real and that being fat is healthy and it's gorgeous and that albino models with no legs are probably the hottest kind of models. Uh, (laughs) But but this movie featured instances... 
instance oh. <laughs> Ricky. But this movie featured instances of scantily clad women grinding and gyrating in booty mm. shorts, winding their ample derrieres through the air, curved flesh moving like lava lamps filled with hot molasses, oozing as we watch helpless, praying, no begging to God that we be allowed to explode in a hot mess where we sit. <laughs> And I must commend this movie for featuring uh, several uh, BLM signs uh, because, as we know, if there is one thing that the Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation, started by LGBT Marxists, believe in, it is a movie about heterosexual families in the black community. Okay? (laughs) The women who started this movement deserve every one of the fat mansions that they have acquired, and we should all be grateful for all the work they did. Thank you, ladies. You're the best. Um, now, I feel like I'm just going to end with this line, uh, which I think sums up the movie uh, from Chirac. He says, at one point, I'm a killer killing that pussy, huh? <laughs> I believe it is, it is mid-coitus that he keeps repeating that. I'm killing that pussy. <laughs> so there you go. Anyway, what well, did you guys uh, pick up anything else? Well, I think overall, isn't it saying that the only power women have is their pussy? So mm. is that is that a, you know is that positive or negative? Uh well, I feel like it's twenty twenty three. It dep- That is a that is a great question, you know, because you know there is a strain of feminism that that says that the pussy and you know is empowering and we, and anything you do with it is empowering and, and making only fans and and whatever but then i guess there's other strains which say that this is exploitation that you, you you're making the it's not a, that it's not about choice it's about making the right choices and you ladies are, are you know just shock troops of the patriarchy and you don't really want to get your ass out and have all the men look at it which i don't know i don't, I don't know what the deal is there so, mm. what about the church stuff? Um, the church, well, the left again is um, largely silent on anything good that uh, religion or churches can do, mm. which is fascinating. The selective way in which they they just go because it's a bravura scene. I think it goes for about sixteen minutes of, of mm. John yeah. Cusack giving a monologue or a eulogy in real time. And it's actually uh, quite good. I, well, I there thought. you go. A mm. great scene. Yeah. A, yeah. a very mm. memorable scene. And again, this is, uh, this it's, there's a, div- there's a divorce between the modern democratic party in America and actual black communities from my, yeah. by my lights. You know what I mean? Like they don't seem to understand the social conservatism. I think that I'm led to believe is in the average black household. And the fact that, a lot of uh, seemingly religion is quite popular in those communities as well, mm. and that and that yep. those churches do play a very important role. So I don't know. Whereas he, whereas in the in the in New York and LA, they'd just be saying, "Oh, you know, like here here we go again. You're just trying to keep keep trans people out of out of you know uh, existing or whatever to the church." And you go, "Well, it's yeah, I don't know." So. It'd be a mark against it, I suppose, that there's a church in mm. an element. 
probably. Yeah. 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 When the sky turned dark and the sun refused to shine and the earth began to quake and they laid Jesus' lifeless body at the arms of Mother Mary. And I don't need to go back to biblical times. It didn't look good in a Birmingham church when four little girls were blown apart by a head. It didn't look good when Mecker was laying bleeding to death in his driveway. It didn't look good when Malcolm was shot down on the Audubon stage. And it didn't look good when Martin Luther King stood on the balcony of the Lorraine Motel outside room 306 and at 603 was taken from us. And no, it doesn't look good. Not when Patty was lost on a busy street with folks going to work in school, with cars passing by. How is it possible? How is it possible that not one witness has come forward? I, I don't think it would be 10. It's not a full 10. No. Because I, I, I think if there were some of those gritty elements that I mm. uh, called for early on, like, you know, the... So you, you get a 10. I so get a 10 get, for, for so wanting movie, to have a, a rape by gunpoint. The movie in your brain. Point. Yeah. That's yes, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the movie, yeah. this probably does get around a, you know. I feel like it's a tricky one because at at what point, I mean, some people think WAP is, and you know, empowering. They think mm. that they think that just because of all the disgusting things that men have said in hip-hop and misogynistic things they've said, that mm. if girl, if women do it too, that's, 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 Oh, the war is won, yeah. and you go, is it? And is if it and won? if four guys write the song and you yeah. sing it, <laughs> then, yeah, that's right. And then you win the Grammy. Yes, and then <laughs> you know, it's a mess. It's a total mess. So I think the movie's high, but then again, I don't know. I feel like a dem- like a, a leftist person might go. They might be so blinded by their white guilt that they might just give the whole movie a pass. Maybe they just say, "Oh, it's all it's all fine. It's all fine." Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a zero. Maybe they wouldn't arc up about there being no trans representation or, you know, homosexuality. Because, because I hate to do whataboutism, but, you know, yeah, if this if this wasn't a, um African-American-centred movie and you, you had the same scenes, it would be... Like that scene that I love would be... I think we've... Um, that, that would be a total outrage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that would just mm. be, you know, fat, white booty... You know, and people would just go, "This is this." People would say, "This is a hot, horny outrage." Yeah, I, I think the left would give this a, a big pass just because it's you know an an African American centered story. Yeah, so. which is a shame because that I think they they talk they're talking down to Spike now. I think you know, mm. um, because I really liked this movie. So yeah, I don't know. I think it probably would be pretty low. I'm going to give it a low rating, sub yeah. five. Mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I was going to give it five. Yeah. All right. Well. All right. So it's five. But Ricky gets a ten. <laughs> but Ricky I get gets a ten. A ten. Okay. Yeah. Ricky, yeah. as a person, gets a ten, and this yeah. movie gets under five. Misogyny, white supremacy. <laughs> so I In get the head. pussy hat talk. White I hope privilege. you get actually Judd one day just lecturing you about stuff. Oh, get that for my birthday. If we ever, if we ever get <laughs> big, and you can afford her. Do it. Uh, imagine getting it. a cameo from Ashley Judd and you go, oh, can you read out the slam poetry you did at the Pussy Mart? And she goes, yeah, it was a good piece, wasn't it? You go, yeah, it was a good. Just do it. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say, do it say, in my friend's face. But but if you could say the bit at the beginning, hey, Ricky, you fucking pig, <laughs> and then go into it, then go into it. After. Oh, that'd be good. I'd wanna be me too. I'd wanna be me too. I'd wanna be me too. Uh, so, all right. Now, in terms of the boobometer, just quickly, uh, quite minimal. I only spotted one, one pair, one set, really. Nat, but natural. So fully natural B cups, I think. Ricky, B cups, would you say? Maybe. I'd say yeah, bordering on C. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, fleeting, but bouncing. Mm. Okay, so I think that's a full slide whistle because, mo- you know, motion is uh, underrated. So, <laughs> sure. Ugh. Anyway, that's that's it for that this week. Um... <laughs> All right, I, I have two, two reviews here. Uh, one that's really interesting, actually, which I'll, I'll read second. So I'll start with the positive review from Mark Hughes of Forbes, who loved it. He called it the year's most relevant film and goes on to say, the complexity of Lee's vision for the film is found in how it mixes so many elements of the old comedy and Greek theatre with such modern historical context and familiar settings. We get the choruses of old men and women as activists on the front lines of the social debate, exactly as we might expect to see them for any number of issues. That the themes of the original play are still relevant speaks a great deal to the themes about what it means to be a man and to be a woman, and the role of guns, violence, and parental grief uh, feed perfectly into the original narrative. Uh, John Cusack's progressive church father gives uh, an impassioned speech that feels like a confession on behalf of white society and of privilege. There's a sense of desperation and righteousness uh, that become exhausted by the sheer overwhelming burden of the truth everyone seems to know, yet nobody wants to speak aloud. This is a film demanding to be seen and heard, so do yourself a favour and pay attention, because this is an emergency. Mm. Yeah, like that, like that, like that white, white society and a privilege bit? Well, I think that that is interesting. I mean, we're all thinking, because he's the only white guy in the movie, and he's sort mm. of painted as a bit of a, I don't know, like a liberal... Uh, joke, like because he's wearing mm. um, certain costumes that that lead us yeah. down. That Does he wear rupe- a peace sign and stuff? Yeah, I guess so. He comes across, as, but then again, he seems like he's he grew up in the area and he's doing good work. Leave the man alone. Mm. So I, I've got a really interesting uh, review here from uh, Amy Ho, who is a trauma doctor in a Chicago ER, who wrote this for the tri- uh, Chicago Tribune. Telling a woman who arrives in the ER so battered by her man that her own children scream when they see her face to just withhold sex and watch Inglewood transform into the Gold Coast is absurd at best and soul-crushing at worst. This very notion entrenches the assumption that women have no power other than their vaginas. However, while many women are indeed bystanders or unintentional victims of gang violence, to suggest that the men are monsters who care nothing about the women in their lives except for sexual pleasure is certainly not accurate. Frankly, it's an easy story to sell, to capitalize on the ease of demonizing gangbangers. For as much as domestic abuse I see... 
Uh, I also see le- uh, men leave the ER against medical advice after coming in as victims themselves, citing a need to go home and protect their families. The problem with Chirac is that it will skirt over the bigger issues of uh, in institutionalized violence. Men are not shooting guns at any correlation to how se- uh, sexually satisfied they are. Men, their wives, girlfriends, sisters, mothers and daughters continue on in this cycle of violence because it's just that, a cycle with complexities entrenched in socio-economic and political chains. Spike Lee is an entertainer who specializes in provoking. So congratulations, Mr. Lee. Frankly, all that you've really done is to perpetuate the violence of the very system you claim to want to help. (laughs) Well, there you go. Here we have a white adjacent woman uh, uh, taking (laughs) down the black man and uh, yet another case of uh, white woman privilege, white adjacent woman privilege. Adjacent, yeah. (laughs) Yes, uh, typical stuff. Oh, look, you know, um yeah look amy that's fine um i'd like to see your movie it's hard job and you stick you stick to <laughs> stick stick to patching people up uh and and leave it leave leave the artistry to spike lee he's a master of the cinema and and i hate to be i hate to to get on my high horse but that is really fucking disrespectful to talk to a master of the cinema <laughs> in that way um, so and i don't often talk like that but but that this man has earned uh, he earned, uh, he should be respected um he ain't a 20 year old out of the gates so thank you amy um i'm gonna step up <laughs> where no one else would shut up I, i'm gonna end with a two-star review i found on imdb from uh someone who called ed shullivan uh, who mm-hmm. whose review is titled Artsy Fartsy? I got sucked in by the cover art and director Spike Lee. Uh, so <laughs> this person all? says, this person says, as the once greatest circus showman P. T. Barnuman eloquently stated, "There's a sucker born every minute. Don't be next. <laughs> Avoid this dull film infused with PC crap and endless dull rhymes." I raised my one-star rating to two based on the film's cover art. It was the only good thing about this otherwise forgettable film. Wow. <laughs> I wouldn't say That's it was forgettable. Brutal. brutal. That's true. I wouldn't say it was forgettable, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, well, I like it. What I like is every now and then, you know, we could get something that, that rankles, and I feel like this this film rankled, and that's good. Mm. Yeah. You know? Um, and it's amazing how accepting we are of hard bodies. <laughs> and how annoyed and how annoyed we are at Chirac well Hard Bodies didn't go for two hours <laughs> it was short <laughs> short, it was short and sweet <laughs> and sweet so White History Month are we doing Friends oh uh, well oh. Uh, yes White History Month uh, well AJ that is the end thankfully for you for what for well I was going to say what yeah. for, for, for Black <laughs> for History Slip. Month how what have you learned well I did learn I thought the thing that I sent that Kanye said was really good that I sent yeah. you guys oh yes yeah he spoke out about Black History Month yeah mm. and I thought that was really interesting yeah essentially he was saying that um, wasn't he saying that that uh, they're very selective a, a, mm. as to what what Black history they they put forward yeah. 
Yeah, I thought it was an interesting point of view. My dad was a Black Panther, but, you know, when Disney makes Black Panther, now when you look it up, you don't see my dad protecting his neighborhood. You see this character that's made for Black people to idolize that was designed by a white, white person and put out by a white company. So it's controlling the narrative to say, we're going to show you Harriet Tubman, we're not going to show you Nat Turner. And they do it every chance they get. Maleficent, they called her race of people the Moors. And the Moors are, are and I just saw it again. I was just like, yo, if you erase our history, most black people, we think we came from slaves. We don't know our bloodline. And we're given Black History Month and we take that like it's some gift to us. No, it's a programming to us. Because also what they show in Black History Month is us getting hosed down, reminding us that we were slaves. Like what if we had, remember when I cheated on you month? Remember when you first found the found the text messages? How does that make you feel? It makes you feel depleted and defeated. And uh, and the films, what do, what, do, what do you make of, what do you feel about Spike now that we've seen three? Yeah, it was good. I, I, I don't know if I liked the one that he wrote, but that he didn't write. Girl Six. Girl Six. Like Girl Six. Like, you can tell what's a Spike Lee movie now, I think. And I can tell the yeah. dialogue. Um, but I really liked Bamboozled. Great. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was good. I've learned a lot, actually. That's good. Yeah. Very good. We've got one more to go, and that is White Man Can't Jump next week. Uh, with, <gasps> Amazing. With, with Yuri. So we shall... I haven't seen that movie in forever but i think all of us have seen it a lot of times yeah yeah I it was a big movie. hit wasn't it why did we watch it over and over and over again? i'm sad that it's getting remade it's getting remade mm. oh yeah. no oh yeah. god no but like back that's the thing i think that although it wasn't perfect in the 90s like the the 90s race relations in comparison seem much better than now like it's going to be the fact that you could call it why we could jump like i don't know what they're going to call it now mm. you know they're just going to call it white privilege know. can't jump they can white privilege can't jump it's it, you oh, know i'm excited for you guys that's going to be a nice it's a nice way to end yeah, it would be good. And then I can fucking take a breath and just go, oh, God. And, and you know, and just, just, just. Black just History Month's getting you down. Well, not getting me down. It's just, as I keep saying, it's it's just like, you know, I mean, we're tr- we're like that priest in Chirac. We're trying. We're trying our best. And, you know, we're in there in the trenches and people just go, you fucking honky. You don't know what you're doing. Like, you're just a, you're just a, you know, you're fronting. And, and and I mean, we're just trying, people. All right. Mm. Like I'm trying. I'm trying real hard to be the shepherd. I know? think it's the lack of sincerity too that we that that's one of the problems that we have with it too. Yeah. That it's with not the movie. sincere. No, oh, no, no. The Black History Month. Well, just in general. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I agree yeah. with that. I agree with that. Like it's um, you it's know, slip service, and it's not real. Yes, it is. It's mm. bullshit, and it shouldn't. Yeah. It's and you're, if you're going to do it, it should be more hard hitting. Mm. Well, it, it it also doesn't celebrate uh, black achievement really. It only it only celebrates or or highlights, um, you know, oppression. Like, yeah. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. I can't top that, Ricky. Uh, so. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, that's it for this week. Um, AJ, on the other side of uh, Mano, we are going to go back in time uh, to uh, a Billy Wilder, and we're going to <gasps> do Some Like It Hot and a couple of other of his 
wonderful movies. It's going to be great because I feel yes. like we need to we need to get you know uh, get a bit of get a bit of twentieth uh, century you know cinematic history under our belts. Yes, sounds good. So I'm excited. Um, all right. Well, uh, we said what we said. Mm, Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> mm. Well, until next time, long live the new flesh, and don't forget, Sideboob Cinema will save cinema. Will save cinema. Sideboob Cinema will save cinema. <laughs> All right. <laughs>